This is Family Time 139. We're talking about intrinsic motivation. There are many different types of motivation. This is something that's been studied a lot. You probably talk about it in things like psychology class or something like that. I know we talk about it in my character and leadership class. But there's two main schools of motivation that we're going to talk about now. One is extrinsic motivation and the other is intrinsic motivation. Extrinsic means we're being motivated by external things, a series of rewards or punishments. We see this a lot in schools. An easy example is in elementary school, at least in our elementary school. I know a lot of the classes do like the color chart, where if you do something that's deemed good, you clip up the color chart. If you display a behavior that's considered negative, you clip down the color chart. That's an extrinsic motivator. That's often a pretty good place to start when trying to motivate people because we often like some external recognition, whether it's the color chart, the gold star. As we get a little bit older, maybe it's not something like that, but we see in school all the time, grades become nothing more than an extrinsic motivator. Hopefully, ideally, we try to let grades or assessments actually give feedback on learning. But if students are only playing the game of trying to get a certain grade, which happens a lot, then it becomes an extrinsic motivator. That it's just the game of what do I have to do to get the A or what do I have to do to pass? And the focus in that situation isn't on the learning. It's on achieving the motivator. That's not entirely bad either, especially when there is value placed on that. Things like scholarships often look at Grades, grade point average, those sorts of things. So that's not to totally disregard extrinsic motivators. We have extrinsic motivators in adult life too. You do well at a job, perhaps you get a raise, you get the corner office, you get the promotion. Those are extrinsic motivators. And they're okay. The trouble or the the challenge, the caution that comes with using extrinsic motivators is that if the person you're trying to motivate isn't buying what you're selling, then it's very ineffective. Meaning, if a student doesn't care about clipping up or down on the color chart, that's not an effective system. If a student gets to a place where they really don't care if they fail, 
then a letter grade is not effective. If someone at a job doesn't care about being promoted or being fired, that's the other side of extrinsic motivation. There's also the punishments. If that person doesn't care about getting fired, the risk of losing a job doesn't mean anything. It doesn't hold any value. So that's that's the challenge. The plus side of using extrinsic motivators is they're more tangible. We have a little more control over divvying out rewards or punishments. Ideally, though, we want to get to a place individually for ourselves where we're intrinsically motivated. And as educators, we want our students, our athletes to be intrinsically motivated. That's hard because it's an internal thing. We're not able to just give to someone motivation. So what we have to do for others and for ourselves is work to find something of value. Work to find some connection, some emotion, some passion that leads to an internal sense of motivation where we want to learn and grow for ourselves because we inherently find value in something where it's meaningful to us. That's the best case scenario in education. I really truly believe that all people want to learn. I think if you find the right thing the right way in, I think all people love to learn. We demonstrate that when we're small children. The excitement of doing something for ourselves the first time, for experiencing something new, for gaining new information and new new freedom and strength. That's what comes from learning things as we get we get more independent. I don't think we ever lose that. I think sometimes it's beaten out of us a little bit. I think we get too focused on external reward sometimes and that can bury the internal motivation so I want you thinking this week about intrinsic motivation specifically but in general I just want you thinking about the things that motivate you if you're in a leadership role any leadership role in your career, on a team right now, in a classroom right now, in your family. If you want to motivate people, that's a very abstract and difficult thing to do. There's going to be some external things that you can use, some rewards and punishments. But the best thing you can do is develop Referent power, referent authority, where it's built on a relationship, where you're trying to get people to connect with things they find meaningful that will then allow those people 
to take ownership and be intrinsically motivated. Those are things like developing a culture, developing a sense of tradition, a sense of camaraderie, a family feeling. Those things are very difficult to establish. But if they are established, that leads to more more individual buy-in. That people are committed to a certain cause because of a certain belief, because of a certain connection. And that's what we want. I want you to think about what motivates you in general. And you can list some external things. But I want you to try to go a little bit deeper too and think about what what leads to a sense of intrinsic motivation for you where you want to do well for for yourself, for your personal growth, not because you're going to get money or acknowledgement or anything like that. What really motivates you to do things for you? Until next time, much love.